Hello everyone, it is Andrea Maxim with the Profitable Practice Podcast here and today's show was probably one of the most open and honest conversations that I've had to date about um, with regards to investing in your business, investing in business coaching, leveraging your business, especially if you want to get into the online space, and why as a unit we should stop being so afraid to spread our message to a global community and not always be so focused on just driving patients into our office. And that was one of the main reasons why I wanted to bring this particular um, interviewer on or interviewee on today is because she has been such a a driving force all throughout school, growing her practice very quickly as soon as she graduated, and now creating her online health coaching program. And I knew that Erica was not gonna be afraid to tell it like it is. She's always been that type of a personality. And I really wanted to get this message out to you. I find it so important for us to not feel stifled and to feel suppressed by fear of losing our license or doing something wrong if we start branching out into the online space. It could not be further from the truth, but understanding that the more you grow your business, typically the more investment in either education or in software, which we will go through in detail towards the end of the call, is definitely necessary and should not be a reason why you don't take action and establish and create those bigger goals that you have for your practice. So So in lieu of that, I wanted to offer you sort of a step-by-step checklist of what's kind of needed if you wanted to create an online program or an online uh, coaching course of some sort. And you can download that off the website. It'll be in the resources section, but you can also go directly to maximizedbusiness.ca forward slash online and you can download that quick uh, tool guide slash checklist so that you can see exactly what's needed in order to grow and create a successful online program. So without further ado, let's get to the interview with Erica Robinson. Okay, we've got Erica Robinson, my dear friend. And the funny story behind us is that she was actually my intern when I was in fourth year at the college. And it's pretty amazing how tight our relationship has become since then. Like, I think we've been in touch the whole time Ever in since. one way or another. Yeah, you you meant to say you were my intern. Oh, yes. Sorry. Yeah, my you were goodness. My, yeah so Andrea was my, my naturopathic doctor-to-be or naturopathic doctor-in-training <laughs> yeah. when I was in first year and you were in fourth year. Yeah, yeah. So it's like a really cool relationship that we built off of that. Um, now, mm-hmm. just to give a little bit of a background of you, Erica, Erica is an ND with a focus on hormonal health, fertility, pregnancy, and pediatrics. She graduated from the Canadian College of Naturopathic Medicine with additional training in fertility and pediatrics and now works in a clinic in Milton. She also works online as a health and fertility coach at www.babybloomers.co. She started her online business with her business partner, Jessica Sanguiliano as a means to bring natural fertility methods to the world at large after seeing so much success getting her patients pregnant in their respective private practices. She has had a four-year-old daughter named Alice and an incredible partner named 
Medhi, and I hope I said all those names correctly. <laughs> yes, Medhi. Perfect. Yeah. Cool. So thank you so much, Erica. The main reason why I wanted to have you on the show is since I met you, you have always been a force to be reckoned with. <laughs> and as we kind of touched on prior to starting the call, a lot of the people that are listening are actually in school right now. So the number one question, of course, a lot of the type A personalities have is, well, what can I do now to get my business going to get sort of that leverage, to start learning about how to run the business, how to run the practice. From mm -hmm. my standpoint, to all the people that are listening, I just say, do the best that you can to just jump through the hoops that the college is forcing you to jump through to get your license and then start worrying about the business stuff afterwards. But you took a totally different approach. I mean, you were gung-ho about being a blogger and being somewhat controversial in your messages online. So describe sort of how that all kind of came to play because you also have a history in nutrition as well, right? Before you started naturopathic school. Yes. Well, I think that's why I was doing that too, because I already had my nutrition business before coming to CCNM. Can you hear me? Okay. By the way. Yeah. Awesome. So I was already doing all that stuff. So I, I came to CCNM with that business already going. So I think that's why I stepped in with that entrepreneurial spirit. And I mean, in our first year of school, I was hosting a health show on Rogers, like the local cable. So I was like already getting my feet wet with a lot of that stuff. I think the other question you had was about blogging. Um, it's so funny. I don't even remember like the controversiality, but clearly a lot of people do. Um. <laughs> well, it's just you being you, right? Yeah. When you write, you write with conviction. You write with your opinions. You write with, it's not just blah, 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 scientific methods, scientific treatment. <laughs> like there's a lot of um, emotion behind your reading, which for some can be either taking a controversial side point to it. So I'm not yeah. trying to say that in a negative term. I think it's phenomenal. It gets people yeah. talking. I mean, look at the comments that you get on your blog posts and on your social media feeds. I mean, people are constantly saying, you know, this, that, or the other thing. And that's what drives people to want to read your stuff. Well, I mean, that's really a common theme in business, right, is polarity. And you're more likely to be successful if you are polarizing. So yes, there's going to be people that dislike me, um, but then the people that like me love me. And uh, from blogging throughout med school, by the time I got to fourth year, I already had people waiting to sign up as my patients because they just loved me. They'd been following me for three years. Mm -hmm. And I still have a few of those patients to this day. And I mean, they followed me to like four different clinics right. and across, across the greater Toronto area. So I think that really says something to create those raving fans and those people who do love you no matter what. Um, but it took something to get used to being disliked by some people in order to be loved by other people. But I'm, I would much rather have that than be like neutral and have everyone sort of think I'm okay. You know what I mean? Mm -hmm. Now, was so. that an uncomfortable place to be to say, you know what, I'm going to start writing with this bias. I don't want to say bias, but with this polarity and being comfortable with that. And I know you said that it was a bit of an adjustment, but that's a, a real fear that a lot of people have is they don't want the trolls, mm -hmm. they don't want the haters. Yeah. Um, okay, so yeah, your question was like, like what was the choice around that? Yeah. I don't, it didn't occur as a choice at the time because I was just being me mm -hmm. and I was just hyper aware that the person that I was, was that way. 
But now, I don't know. Like, it, it's more of a choice now. And now I choose to be, like, in a niche market. I choose to appeal to a certain crowd because I've seen the benefits. But also I've matured a lot, so my opinions are less based in, I, I want to say emotion. Like, I've been around the block a little bit, and I've done a lot of training and development for myself, um, like, however you want to call that, psychologically mm-hmm. and business-wise. And so, yeah, it's more of a choice now. But I would say if... For success, like I can't tell you and you know how many business coaches say you've got to niche out. Yes. You've got to, you know, be somewhat polarizing. You've got to tell people who don't want to work with you not to work with you. You know, like I clearly state on my website, I do not work with oncology. And sure, that turns away people with cancer right off the bat, but that's just not something I do. Right. And I, I also say I don't work with people who just want a quick fix. And I don't work with people who want to just replace their aspirin with something natural. Like, that's just not how I roll. Yeah. But, I, but in that process of saying who I don't want to work with, the other people are like, okay, I can really step up and step into this. Now, that is also a big mindset to get into um, because I work with a lot of new graduates or people that are just starting to build their business. And the concept of turning patients away and um, niching yourself can be very scary and daunting. So how did you kind of get into that? Was Did you know that, that this was your stream from the very beginning and you just said, you know what, I'm just going to go for it? Or has that developed over the past couple of years in your business? Um, I'm lucky that I always knew that I wanted to do that. Like I've always known that I want to be in hormonal health because I have so much that I've lived through hormones. Yes. Like I've lived through polycystic ovary syndrome for over a decade. I then found out it was actually caused by a much deeper thing called congenital adrenal hyperplasia. Mm -hmm. So it's like I've lived with, conquered, and managed hormones. So, and the magic of that is it, that knowledge is predominantly what helps me get women pregnant. And um, so the the first job that I took on or the first clinic space I took was at the world of my baby. And it was specifically to be a naturopath focused around fertility, pregnancy, and perinatal health and pediatrics. Mm -hmm. So I was like, you know what, I'm diving in because I'd rather be a master at something than, you know, a jack of all trades and a master of none. And um, that's just how I work. I like I like being really, really good at a really specific thing. Yeah, but it's obviously working for you. Extremely well. And then that's what kind of spurred your new baby, which is this online program that you have. Mm Mm-hmm. Baby bloomers. Yes. Yes. So let's talk more about that because one of the main reasons why I started the podcast was to bring naturopathic doctors into mainstream marketing and to allow them to understand that there are ways that we can touch a greater audience and get more passive income using the online space. And I think you know just as well as I do that if you don't have your fingers in the online space, you're leaving a lot of money on the table. So I'd love to know how that Um, came to fruition like the idea and then the steps that you took to create baby bloomers yes the transition so it was about a year ago it was last April that um, I was already like hungering for something more in my business and in my practice and I really was so aware that I was only reaching a very small market like at the end of the day I've only touched 450 people's lives in Milton Ontario and that's just not what I'm about I'm up to much larger global 
fingerprint that I want to leave behind or footprint, if you will. Yes. And um, a webinar was advertised to me on Facebook by Russell Rafino is his name, and he's, he's like known as the webinar master in the world. You know, he generates millions of dollars off webinar marketing. And his webinar was specifically for healthcare practitioners wanting to bring their business online. So I was immediately hooked. Um, I signed up right away. It was a $10,000 investment U.S. Um, to learn how to create this whole funnel, this whole webinar structure and funnel. But it did take uh, the better part of like six or seven months to actually erect all of that because at the time I was a single mom, I was living alone, I had you know this new practice up and running. And it was actually through um, attracting my business partner, Jess, that we really took it to the whole next level. So thank God Jess entered the picture roughly in around October of last year and that just sort of projected everything forward. Now what are the steps because of liability to host an online course where mm-hmm. you're touching patients that aren't necessarily coming into your office? What are some of the um, navigational steps around that that you had to learn and kind of work with? Yeah, so the important thing is um, naturopathic doctors can't treat online. So it's really important to, to know the scope and act within it. So I actually, we created a whole separate business where we're fertility coaches. Mm-hmm. So we don't do any restricted acts. You know, we don't diagnose, we don't prescribe, we don't do physical exams. It's literally just sharing knowledge. So it's sharing how to eat, how to move, um, what supplements to consider, um, what kind of healthcare practitioners you should use in your pregnancy. So very knowledge-based, but at the same time, very effective. So it's it's... It's basically looking at it from that standpoint and sharing lots of like scientific research behind things. Because mm-hmm. a lot of these women don't even know that, say, acupuncture can dramatically increase your chances of getting pregnant. So right. we, don't, we don't do the acupuncture, but whoever's local to them in their area will do the acupuncture. And we actually have, like, these are the points you should do. If these are the symptoms you have. And obviously their practitioner will choose at the end of the day, but we give them a general idea. So really what you're doing is you're almost being a central hub for information that is available online and just kind of presenting it to these people in Mm -hmm. a non-medical way. Yeah, you got it. Now, did you have to write any disclaimers or, or make sure that people signed any waivers to be like, look, like this is just pure coaching, you know, don't be probing me for any naturopathic advice? Yes. Well, so we do coach people. So we do actually like as new as a nutritionist, for instance, I do sit down with the person on the phone or Skype and walk them through like how to personalize and tailor the information. So they are allowed to poke and prod me in that way. Yes. But um, and they have what's really cool is it's very um, high end coaching. So they can access me by text. Like I'm, I could be texting these women like five times a day if they're going to their fertility appointments. But I'm like, I get to be that person for them yes. who's always got their back and who's always in their corner. And I love it. Um, so they get to poke and prod me in that sense. But they do sign a, a like a, we have a disclaimer and they do have a contract which just states that we're not treating them. Yes. Um, and we're not their naturopathic doctor. We're their fertility coach. Awesome. Mm-hmm. And was this a scary thing to get invested in? Because, I mean, at least with Ontario, mm-hmm. we have our licensing board and they can be very scary and <laughs> fear-mongering if I can go that route. Mm-hmm. Um, so was this something that you're like, you know what, we're, we're, you're, you've crossed all your T's, dotted all your I's, you've gotten everything taken care of, and you just knew you had to get this information out there? 
Yeah, I mean, I can't say that we like went and spoke to the board. I mean, I've spoken to Mar Dr. Mary Ellen McKenna on a number of occasions about several questions, but she just refers me back to the documents and we're not, you know, we're not doing anything that would violate right. any of the codes. So we do have a lawyer that we're in the process of working with. And now obviously the best is to hire a lawyer to go through all the board documents and make sure that your other business is not in violation in any way. So yeah. we're in the process of that, but that's another like $2,000 investment that we yeah. just like I've invested, we've invested around 18,000 to date and you know, to, we're, we're trying to like make some money before we invest more. Of course. But um, yeah, I don't know. I, I'm aware of the board, but like nobody's said anything. And at the same time, we're not doing anything that's a protected act. So I'm not really worried at this point. And I'm certainly not asking these questions to probe you or to make you feel like you're doing something wrong. I'm actually mm -hmm. asking this from the perspective of practitioners that are sitting in their office and they want to touch a broader scope. They want to pass yeah. on this information. I'm simply asking these because these are all the questions that I'm sure our listeners are having in the background. Because as practitioners, we're taught in office, patient in front of us. And there's so many patients, or sorry, so many practitioners like myself that see themselves treating a broader scope of people that have something so much bigger than just treating, you know, patients in office like myself, which is sort of where the podcast came from. So I want, I'm really trying to probe you to allow people that are listening to the show to know that what you're doing is completely valid. It is needed and it is necessary for us to be touching all of these patients. That's why most of us got into naturopathic medicine to begin with is because we have this innate need to give back to our community and you're going to touch people that are close by. And let me ask, have you had people that, you know, have found you through baby bloomers and then became a patient of yours? Yeah, I think I've had like five now at this point. Right. So they'll, they'll kind of do a combination of both. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, and oh yeah, I, I totally don't feel like you're you're putting me in a corner anyway. I so get it, and I think you're right in that. For some reason, we graduate with or we come out of school with that like fearful sensation, but it's so limiting. Like I feel like if you're gonna let that be the thing that stops you, like dear God, like what? How much can the world benefit from all of us sharing our unique skill set? You know, and it's just doctor means teacher, right? And if we can just be out there educating first and foremost before we have to treat, before it gets to the point that people need treatment, like, aren't we really doing our full commitment and our job that way? So I do think it's a shame that there's, like, we do graduate with this sort of fear around it. Mm -hmm. Now, on the same topic, do you find that there are, like, just speaking to your colleagues and speaking to other naturopaths where you really you can see the common thread around where people are feeling stifled or where they're really missing out on promoting their business that you have used in your own business to make it what it is now. Um, yeah, people feel stifled from what I see in uh, social media. That's the main one, but that's been the thing that's grown my business the most. Okay. And I mean, posting on my own personal board, and I think it occurs for people like it's a lot of work to just update your Facebook page. But um, I guess it's just an occurrence, right? And it can be altered. So, yeah, I'm not sure why why that exists. But a lot of people seem afraid of or just hesitant about social media. And have you used people or online courses or um, reached out to business coaches to help you grow 
your business? Yeah, I've done a lot. So in the summer that we graduated, while I was studying for our board exams, I took a course by Kevin Doherty called something about like growing your, it was like your best year ever. I think it was called a $500 course, but it was really what kept me afloat while, while studying all the dry material for exams. <laughs> but he has some brilliant ideas and it was him who said, he's like, there should be three phases. The first phase is get booked solid as quickly as possible. And uh, so the first, that's, I can't even remember how, how it breaks down. But anyways, the second phase was like, you are, so there you are, your book's solid. And then the third phase is leverage your time. So instead of just seeing people one-to-one where you'll always get paid the same amount of money, start creating these online courses where many people can be served through one hour of your time, you know, like what he was doing to us. So, you know, he'd be on a one hour call with us once a week and there was like 25 of us on the call. Right. So way more leverage than the one to one interaction. And so I got the idea that summer that I had to go that route. And so it was only fitting that the very next summer where when I had already hit my fully booked point that I would be into Russell Rufino's webinar and be like, yeah, let me take this on now. Okay. And with regards to um, health coaching, I know you also invested a fair Mm -hmm. amount of money in learning how to be a health coach online. Yeah, like I've done, I did part of Gina DeVee's Divine Living Academy for that. I took quite a bit of landmark training to be able to do coaching. And now I mean, their coaching isn't specific to health. It's just coaching in general, which helps to create breakthroughs for people with where they're feeling stuck. So yeah, I've done, I've done all of that. There's something else. Well, I mean, I did four years worth of the naturopathic business training, which was the health of business, business of health. It's also called Heroes or Helping Everyone Realize Opportunity in Canada. So I did that for four years, too, and that really helped. Yeah. So the moral of the story here is, you know, what we learn from school, as most people know, is literally the like the beginning the very very beginning of what you actually need to be investing in yeah I love how honest you're being about the cost of these investments and and that because that's another hang-up that I find a lot of naturopathic students have and I wanted to pick your brain on this topic is I know we graduate we have a mountain of school debt we just want to start making money but there is something to be said about spending money to make money and I I think for you, it was a little bit of an easier choice as it was for me to just be investing in things that will help to grow your business later. But where do you think that fear comes from about the fear of, you know, investing a little bit more for the greater gain of your business? I don't I don't know, but it's very predominant in in naturopaths. And I think that's why so many of us stop practicing after I think it's after five years, like half of NDs stop practicing or something like that. Um, but it's like in no other business do people refuse to get business training. Mm-hmm. Like I network with so many entrepreneurs from everything from law to real estate to, to medicine and surgery to like you name it. And there's not another profession that is so like, ah, I'm not going to invest in business training. <laughs> like it's, it actually makes no sense. So I don't understand it at all. Um, and maybe that's because you and I are on like the flip side. I mean, don't. Don't take me like I know everything because I think I overspend and I overinvest and then I get myself into trouble in that sense. But um, it's all it's all paid off in some way. And it's kind of like, well, what I got from Kevin Doherty was you everything is holistic and it's all connected. And the way you do anything is the way you do everything. Mm -hmm. And people who say that's not true are not examining themselves well enough. 
So if you're not willing to invest in you and your growth, and well, I'll say for myself, if I'm not willing to invest in my health, the health of my business, um, why, you know, what's the karma around patients coming to me to invest in themselves? I'll say that like a perfect example is I invested $3,000 last year in lab testing on myself. And because of that, within weeks, I had, I had my like annual income of labs was over $20,000 mm-hmm. that patients spent on lab testing. And I was completely flat about that. I was like, look, I invest. It's important. This is what I've learned from it. And then they went on to invest in it. So it's like whatever you spend in, you're going to get a return on investment in that. So it comes around. It really does. And that's such a great point that you're making because... I find when patients understand that you're real, when patients understand that you're walking the walk in some way, shape, or form, it is so much easier for them to work with you and be like, you know what, my ND did this. Like she showed me her lab test. She's shown me what her story is up until this point. And I think that's really valuable. And for me, I promote lab testing for sure, but I also know a lot where patients are coming from financially. So I'll say, you know, I personally would go this route, this route, and then we can invest in testing. Or if you just want to find out Mm -hmm. right away, then we'll do that. So it's amazing how Mm -hmm. that connection builds when you're just completely open and honest with your patients about you know, whatever your stance is Absolutely. on your treatment methods. And I think that's a phenomenal thing for people to think about too. Now, with mm-hmm. regards to growing and building your business, were there some things that were like learning moments for you where you're like, oh, I wish I had done this a different way or now that I've learned from that? Um, yeah, like I would say... My systems are not airtight yet, and especially because I just moved from a huge center of 35 practitioners to a small center of like seven of us. I've had to redesign my systems. And like just today, for instance, um, in my new scheduling software, I forgot to block off a Saturday and we had a bunch of people that booked in on that Saturday. And like some of them are really upset and I just feel terrible. And I'm like, shit, that's my responsibility that I didn't create an airtight scheduling system. Mm -hmm. So it's just stuff like that. Like what more so bothers me is when I, when I fail people or when I feel like I've failed someone or, or hurt them or annoyed them. Like Mm -hmm. I've got this one guy who's just really upset that he has to rebook and can't come in as soon as he wants to. So, I mean, that, that sort of stuff I wish but you, you never can have the foresight to do all that. It's like you've got to learn a little bit of it on the court. So I do wish that I had some kind of like magic wand of how to make everything perfect from the get-go. Um, that and I guess like the over-investing. Like I'm at a point where, like I said, I've invested about 18000 on my online business. And I've invested about 15000 in my practice. And it's kind of like maybe I maybe – I, overstepped on the online gig or it was too early but I think ultimately it's going to work out and I'm not concerned and I like where I'm at in my life right now but I guess if I could sort of go back and do it a little more wisely and maybe save up a little bit more money first I would have done that too yeah but in that hindsight because I'm the same I invested I think to do my book for the publishing was 15000 To do the podcast was 10000 And that includes all the websites and everything else, right? Mm-hmm. Like we're talking about the whole thing. Yeah. And I think about that and I'm sort of like, you know, should I have done that? But to be quite honest, I wouldn't be where I am today had I not made those investments yeah. early on. You literally can't tease it apart at this point. No, because had you not done that, you would have been delayed potentially a year or two 
to where you need to get to. And I mean, you're mm. how old right now? 31. Right. So I'm 32, turning 33 in the summer. And I'm mm-hmm. everything I've invested in is going to be with me for the rest of my life. So yeah, long as exactly. I make something of it. Yeah, that's why I can't, like, I can't ultimately regret it. Like, sure, right now I'm a little bit tight for money, but it's like, I can't ultimately regret it. You know, like you said, um, I've been getting a lot of patience from the online business too. So it's like, I wouldn't have had that. I wouldn't have had people know that I'm really niched out. I wouldn't have had the local community know that I'm an expert unless they had seen my webinars and the stuff I do with Baby Bloomers. So it's like, I really can't tease that apart. It's so connected now. So yeah, I, I don't know. I can't go back. <laughs> now I'm going to pick apart sort of the development of Baby Bloomers, if you don't mind, just to kind of Absolutely. create, um, if you could let us know sort of what that step-by-step approach was to conception, to who did you hire, to make your website, to what sort of platforms were you using? Yeah, absolutely. So it looked like, so Russell Rafino's program literally walked me through every single step. So at first I was like, I knew I wanted to be in hormones and this was like eight, six or seven, maybe eight months into practice. So I was really good at hormonal stuff. I'm like, maybe I'll do a menopausal program. And I was like, you know, it's not really where my passion lies. Like my passion still lies in getting people pregnant and helping them through pregnancy. Really, I'm really excited about helping women get through pregnancy looking really sexy. Because I don't think you should be a martyr when you're a mother. I think you should be yourself. I think you should feel and look beautiful. And naturopathic medicine can absolutely, or natural remedies can absolutely help you do that. So I created an online pregnancy program. And um, yeah, where was I? It was in the fall. And then Jess San Giuliano reached out to me and she's like, hey, I, I was meditating and I thought of you. I don't know why. So she was my intern like you were, but when I was in third year. Yes. So two years later, she was my intern, so that's how we knew each other. She's like, I was meditating and I thought about you. She's like, I'm creating a fertility program and uh, I wanted to see if you wanted to be part of it. And I was like, dude, I'm way too busy. I'm creating this pregnancy program and I'm going to do a fertility one later. And she's like, well, I was going to do a pregnancy one later. So I'm like, like, why aren't we just tag teaming and like putting our resources together? You right. Know? And Jess, Jess is so great at content creation. So She's like the one who did our lead magnet, which is a free ebook. She did this other ebook for us. And I like, I hate that stuff. I feel like it's too slow. It's too boring. I'm more entrepreneurial. I like the marketing. I like the social media. So we're a perfect fit. So at that point we got together, we hired her fiance to do our photo shoot. We hired Natro sites to do our website. That's a, a developer that specializes in helping naturopathic doctors build their online web presence. Um, we recorded our webinar using what's called Camtasia, which is a special software and the same blue Yeti mic that you have in your podcast. And we also, so then we hosted it, we hosted to something called Stealth Seminar, which replays our webinar every hour between nine, nine and nine. Um, and all these things have costs, right? Like Camtasia, I think was 300 bucks. Stealth Seminar costs us a hundred a month to run our webinars. Mm -hmm. Um, lead pages, lead pages is our, our like landing page where we play the webinar or you register for it. Yeah. So we do lead pages. That's another piece of software that I think costs like 200. Um, and then we, so after they, they watch our webinar, they book in using a software called schedule once. Yes. Again, another thing I think costs like a hundred a year. And from there, they book a discovery session with us to see how they can tailor the webinar material to fit their own individual case. And if we like, like we, if we enjoy the conversation with them, we make the offer for them to become a client. And if they like us, they accept the offer. 
And then we take it from there. And so we host all of our, our online modules on what's called Wistia. And again, another membership fee, I think it's like 400 a year. So Wistia protects your videos. It's safer than YouTube. Okay. And then Wistia auto plays through our members site, which is hosted by WordPress. And so members log into the WordPress site. They see the videos. It plays through a special type of software called Wishlist, which is yeah. another thing you pay for. There's about 10 pieces of software involved. Yeah. And I wouldn't have known any of this if it weren't for Russell Rufino. Mm-hmm. And so, yeah, so Wishlist hosts it. It's like a membership plugin for your, your WordPress site. And then the Wistia videos for the modules. There's eight modules that members get that it all plays through there. Awesome. So I think that's all of it. We also use MailChimp for our, like automated emails. There's probably something I'm missing, but that's the gist of it. And you must have an online shopping cart. You know what? We don't because we're a high ticket sales. So our sales are, it's 1500 us to join our program in most cases. Um, there are some stipulations in other cases, depending if they want more or less coaching. Yeah. And because it's a high ticket sale, you need to be on the phone with these people. A, because we only accept certain people to work with. We don't sure. accept everyone. So we don't want a shopping cart where anyone can sign up because okay. it would uh, devalue the program. Because if they're not committed, if it's not urgent for them, they're not going to get results. And we don't want that reflection on our success rate. And like right now, we're on a, at least in clinic, we're at a 70% success rate of getting women pregnant within three months of trying. So really, really high. It beats all the fertility clinics and it beats the average naturopathic, which is 65%. So we really want to protect that. Yeah. So the point of this exercise was to show people that again, if you want to create something that's worthwhile, that's driving you income, that's filling up your practice in some way, shape or form, that's helping you give back to the communities that you're dying to serve. You have to, there's a lot of steps in place. So mm-hmm. having someone guide you through the process and everything that you've listed, I, I've i used very similar products. So yeah. I use Camtasia, I use ScreenFlow with the Mac, I use EverWebinar where you're using nice. your webinar. I forget which one that Stealth was. Seminar, Lead yeah. pages I love. The WordPress yeah. site, absolutely. The wish list, absolutely. I mean, all of these things um, you can learn about. And I personally have no problem helping anybody walk through that. If people wanted to get in touch with you, is there mm-hmm. like is that something that you'd be willing to offer? Just quick, like one-off, because I know you're a busy lady, but. Mm-hmm. Um, I don't know. Like I paid $10,000 to get that information. So I don't, I don't know right now. I wouldn't say that I'd give it away, but Jess and I are definitely looking at creating a coaching program for people that want to take that on. Mm-hmm. Um, again, because so like leave I'm, it as a to be continued. To be continued, yeah, yeah. yeah. You've again, given away a lot of great information, which I love. Mm-hmm. And um, and then that's the other thing too, right? What you just said is it costs you a lot of investment to learn all these things, and people don't quite understand that when you start working with a business coach or with a health coach, mm-hmm. the investment, as we know, even as a naturopath, that went into where we are to get people faster in months, to get people yeah. pregnant in three months or less. Yeah. And they just don't, I guess, understand that, oh, yeah, like I could either take three years or four years to, to do what I did or what you did, or mm-hmm. I could just learn from them and, and kind of get on track right away. So I... I, again, want to thank you so much for laying everything out and being so Mm -hmm. open and honest. And also, 
allowing people that are listening to know that creating an online program, whether you're doing it as a coach, whether you're just putting it out there as something that's evergreen, so it just constantly runs in the background, is well within our reach. And it's not something to be afraid of doing or stepping into that realm. Of course, tech is scary. I am all about the tech. I love the tech. And, and I would need a coach who's more of the extrovert going out there, marketing, doing things, things like that. Um, but it's totally doable and it's necessary. You know, we yes. need to be leveraging ourselves in a space that everybody else is leveraging for us without the same background and information that we have. Yeah, yeah, I know exactly. I, and just to reiterate, I think that's why it took me so long to get online is because the tech part is just so tedious and mundane and I absolutely hate it. But um, what is success if it's not us doing things we hate, right? So it's totally doable with the right coach, like you said. And I like it keeps coming back to that for me is you, if you want to get somewhere fast at an expedited rate and efficiently, we need a coach. Like just like people need us as their their health coach, if you will, or their naturopath. So again, like looking at karma and energy and whatever you want to take for it. Like, if you're not willing to invest, why should people be willing to invest in you, right? Like, that's just how I look at it. And I'm not saying we have to be spending tens of thousands of dollars all the time, but like putting something out into the universe so that something's coming back to us. I love it. I love mm-hmm. it. And you know what? I think I'm just going to leave it just like that. I hope people let that kind of sink in as they're listening to the show. For mm-hmm. people to check out what you have done, what are some of the best websites or links for you? Like, related to me? Yeah. So what's the Baby Bloomers website? Um, well, you could go to drrobinson.ca. It's babybloomers.co and then um, drrobinson.ca. The last thing I just wanted to mention was the way that our webinar is formatted is like it's very psychologically designed. And um, check it out if you have the moment, like to whoever's watching this right now, check it out. Um, what I will say about that is the people that sign up to be clients or patients, they are in 110% and they are the most fantastic people to work with. It's not like the rest of my practice where I have lots of cancellations, rebookings, people who don't do their treatment plans. The people that have watched the webinar are completely sold because webinar marketing paints me as an expert and an authority figure in 45 minutes. So it does like a year's worth of branding in only 45 minutes. Mm-hmm. And those people are just like my blog readers. They're diehard fans, very committed. It's urgent. And they follow everything through to a T. They're so great to work with. So even if you're only creating webinar to get people into your practice, it really stands to get you high quality leads and high quality patients that love you and, and love working with you. Yeah. And yeah. you can start doing webinars, whether you want to create an online course or not, just start yeah. putting something out there. And even your current patients, they're going to invite their friends to watch. It's a great way to grow your list. I mean, I think webinars out of everything that you could do for list building is the number one thing to do yeah. to drive more people to your list. So mm-hmm. use it and you don't need to spend you know, I think GoToWebinar is $500 a month American to get a certain number of people to listen. You can do things on Google Hangouts and Zoom, and that's all free. So, you know, use these platforms that are out there and don't be afraid to make that first step. So 
as an action step for people that are listening, I want you to write down your first webinar date, like literally right now today and stick to it. And even if it's just you chatting, you could even do this on Facebook Live, really. I mean, it's not mm -hmm. the same thing as what you're saying because webinars are definitely more designed to walk people through the pain processes and such, but at least taking those first steps to get out there and get out to the community in an online space, I think is something that everyone should be doing. Mm -hmm. Absolutely. Like you said, it can be as cost efficient as like make a PowerPoint, record it and host it to YouTube and send it to all your patients. Like yeah. that's totally free. So Absolutely. get started. I think yes. that's the most important thing, just being in action. Yes. Awesome. Thank you so much, Erica, again, for your openness and your honesty and for mm -hmm. really being what I would consider, even to me, sort of paving that way for at least naturopaths in Ontario that are so afraid and we're hiding under our desks to do anything other than be in practice. So it thank you for inspiring one, me. Andrea. Yeah. It takes one to know one, so I can equally say the same of you. And thank you so much for the opportunity to be on here. No problem. And I'm sure if anybody does have patience or fertility isn't their thing, I think sending them to at least to watch the webinar on babybloomers.co sounds like a perfect segue for them. Awesome. Too. Yeah, absolutely. Get cool. some tips. Awesome. Cool. Thank you so much. Thanks, Erica. Have a great day. Well, there you go, guys. Wasn't that an amazing interview? And I, again, need to applaud Erica for how honest she was about the cost with regards to doing things and the investment in time it requires to do things. But the biggest thing that I hope you picked up from her is the passion around, you know, this was something she has had to do. And if you are on the fence on how you want to start leveraging your business and your practice into the online world, I would love to help you do that because I have gone through it all myself. The checklist that I've created for you, as I mentioned, is on the website in the resources section, but it's also found at maximizedbusiness.ca forward slash online, so you can see exactly what you need to look into and invest in when it comes to growing that online program. But of course, if you want to just talk to me about what your goals are and your aspirations are and you're just not sure where to start first, hit me up on my 30-minute strategy call and we can schedule that in and go through everything that you um, have questions about and I will get you started by the end of the call, I promise. Please, please, please go to iTunes and put your reviews and comments directly onto iTunes to help grow the podcast. But I hope you guys are going to schedule your webinar date at least get somewhere into the online space talking to your audience, whether it's Facebook Live or Zoom or Google Hangouts, or you can always download the free trials of GoToWebinar and Webinar Jam. All of those things are available to you, but do it. And I would love to actually see that date on the Maxim Movement Facebook page in black and white so we know that that's going to actually happen. I hope you take action in other ways contact me for sure. Visit the website maximizebusiness.ca. This is Andrea Maxim and I'm out.